Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on? It's the Fast Life, baby. Little Rod going spinning. I just jumped off the porch of Dirty Glove Bastard. You did. Come hit BOA, stacking chips upon the bitch, no Frito Lay. I've been talking shit, that's why they mad because I'm getting paid. Alright, we got Rari Boy Spin jumping off the porch with us today. Gang. What's going on with your game? Man, big chilling, man. I here in the A, living it, you know what I'm saying? Came out from the beach for the one time. I really ain't even supposed to be out here, but I had to make it out here for y'all, man. For sure, so. man. Appreciate that. That's love right there. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today. Right. So what type of shit you been getting into since you've been in the city? Shit, we been in the studio, really. I touched down uh, last night. We stayed in the studio till 6 in the morning. I don't gang. Nigga been in there recording all night. Feel like we wasn't finna go do nothing else. No, but that's how though. How does it make you feel to know that you can just work like that and travel just chasing your dreams? Man, it feel good because honestly, like, this is what I want to do with myself and my life. So I've been doing this for a couple years now. So, I mean, I really be moving around and doing what I want to do with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I be going state to state, doing my thing, networking and all type of shit. So it's just another day. No, you know what I'm saying? So what type of kid would you describe yourself as coming up? Uh, I was more or less to myself, you know what I'm saying, because we, uh, see, I grew up in the beach and shit like that, but when I was younger, my mama, she moved us up to Illinois, so I was out the way, I moved away from all my friends and all type of shit like that, so I always met different types of people, I knew a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying, I was able to soak up shit from everywhere, and I mean, more, more or less, I was to myself. Growing up and all that type of shit like that. Uh, that's pretty much it, though. For sure. You know? So you spend majority of your time in South Carolina. Then y'all moved up to Conway, Illinois, right? Nah, nah, nah. It's Conway, South Carolina, South- Myrtle Beach. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? All I was right. born in Conway. You feel me? We moved up there. When I came back, I was back and forth from Conway to the beach. You know what I'm saying? It's real small. It's only like 20 minutes away from each other. Yeah. Conway and Myrtle Beach. You feel me? It's one road that link everything together. So, you know what I'm saying? If you from here, you from there. You know right. No, I feel hey. that. So at what point would you say you jumped off the porch? Shit, I always been around little shit. So, I mean, really young. Before I got down like 10, bro, my, uh, my daddy, he went to the feds and shit like that. But before he went to the feds, he was a rapper. You know what I'm saying? He was doing his thing. I was always in and out the house with him, seeing what they had going on. And, you know what I'm saying, tagging along and all type of shit like that. He really wanted to get me rapping whenever I was eight, nine and shit, you feel me? But I was too nervous around him because he was taking the shit so serious, you feel me? So, I mean, but real young though, man, when I start doing my own thing though, like for real, I probably was like 15, 16. That's around the time he left, you feel me? So, it was only right. What type of change can you say happened in your life once your father was gone? That's whenever I more or less, I ain't gonna say became my own man, but like, that's whenever I had to learn everything for myself, you feel me? Cause my mama, she was still in Illinois. I came down and moved down to, um, back to Conway and stuff with my daddy, you feel me? So whenever he uh, went to the feds, I was staying with my grandma and shit. I ain't had nobody around me. I ain't had no parent around me. I was just outside, you feel me? Just 
doing my thing, doing whatever I wanted to do and all type of shit. But shout out to my grandma because she wasn't going for all type of shit. But, you know, I was still moving around doing what I was doing and stuff. But that's whenever I started fucking around with the music, being outside too much in the street, doing a little dumb shit and everything, getting in trouble. But that's just because I ain't had nobody watching me, though. You feel me? So that's how that shit will go. That's real. Yeah. What type of shit can you say you done seen from jumping off the porch to the early age of 16? Shoot, all type of stuff you not supposed to see as a young kid like that, you feel me? Even younger before that though, just like I say, I've been seeing crazy shit all my whole life. I'm used to it at this point in time, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, more or less, shit, you just gotta know how, how to maneuver whenever things come your way, you feel me? You never know what's gonna happen when you outside like that, you feel me? So it's best to stay out the way when you can and when you ain't gotta go do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Go get it when you getting paid to go do something because niggas who in the way get caught up in bullshit on gang and I know that from experience. Thanks. What type of other bullshit you can say you done seen or been through from jumping off the porch at the early age? Having a little juvenile record. Uh, I've been I've been to jail probably like three times, four times, something like that. On some little dry shit, you know what I'm saying? Go in for some dumb, buying out the next day or two or some dumb shit like that that you ain't really got no business doing and shouldn't really have because it messes you up in the future. You're not really thinking about stuff like that, you feel me? So I got a little juvenile record, but I mean, it is what it is. And we move past all that shit on the bigger and better. For sure. So yeah. At what point would you say you knew it was time to change up how you was living? Uh, I always been a smart dude, though. Like, so, I mean, I always kind of realized right then and there, every time I was getting in trouble, like, right then, I'd be like, damn, like, why this go on? And I'd piece it all together. But sometimes, like, you let stuff get the best of you, and, you know, you can't help it. You just flash out, whatever, whatever. But, I mean, really, 17, 18, I start getting my shit together and all type of shit. I was always, I feel like I was a little bit ahead of majority of people around me because I was more focused. Like I say, I was smart. So, I mean, I don't know. But then when I got around like 20 and 21, I really started getting in my bag, stopped trying to get in trouble, all type of shit like that. Like I was focused on stuff that I wasn't worried about before, like credit and shit like that. You feel me? Like, yeah. That's real. <laughs> okay, you got to get that credit right now, bro. <laughs> So at what point would you say we had 20 right now, right? No, I'm 23. So you, I'm saying like this age in the story, we 20 years old oh. now, we changing our life, we switching it up. At what point would you say you found music? I found music young. I found music around 15, 16. I was dropping on SoundCloud in high school. But I wasn't taking it as serious though. I was still messing around with the sports and all that. Like I was playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? I've been playing varsity basketball since eighth grade. But then I lost that because around like my junior year and stuff, I was getting in trouble in school instead of out of school, you feel me? So I was getting kicked off the team and all type of shit like that. So then you, you go all the way left, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, like, shit, I was doing a little shit like that too, so. At what point would you say you took your series? Music? About 17, 18, fact. I dropped my first like little uh, mixtape collaboration and shit like that when I was 19. But when I was 18 and stuff, I was getting everything together. I already knew what I wanted to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I was saving my money. I was putting things to the side for it. You know what I'm saying? So 
around like 18, 19, I was really like into it. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. I put down all the sports, everything else. That's real. Yeah. Talk about your relationship with Lil CJ Casino. <laughs> that's my brother. That's my brother for sure. I've known bro probably like four years now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the nigga damn near picked me out the bunch. You know what I'm saying? Cause I ain't from nowhere around where that nigga at. You know what I'm saying? So that's really the bro though. We got a good relationship. We got a mixtape out now. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe I'm the first artist that he did a, a collaboration tape with. You feel me? So I don't know. That's just that's my boy. For sure. Talk about your deep root connection with uh, Texas. Shit, got it. That's why I met this nigga at right here, Kurt, GGL Kurt. Shit, got it. I know a lot of motherfuckers over there now, just from flying in and out of just me being over there networking, me sitting at the studio. Shit, I done ran into niggas like Lil Jeremy, Peso Peso, Sauce, Sauce signed my cousin. You feel what I'm saying? Sackway Sauce, that's my cousin. He from Conway. You feel me? So it's really a small world, bro. Really, like, when I met, uh, when I first seen Sauce, he said, oh, I already know you. You feel me? Cause he done seen me on nigga story, all type of shit like that. So I mean, instantly like we was cool. Uh, everybody else that I done been around though, it's just as soon as we get to talking about whatever or just getting into it, it's just love, man. Like, you feel me? So I move around Texas kind of freely. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get a lot of love out there for sure. I love it out there. Like Houston is a, is a good place for me. I feel like I could live out there if I decided to ever leave the beach, you feel me? For sure. For sure. What would it take for you to leave the beach? Shit, I got to get off uh, this little probation and shit I'm on right now. You know what I mean? Just just figure out where I want to go. I mean, I already stayed over there uh, in Houston for like a year or two. But then I got in trouble over there and stuff. And I had fuck around and dip. <laughs> had love. Okay, I was already over there for a whole like year. But then I, I fuck around, got in trouble over there. And then got down the apartment I was staying in. It been this Asian lady that worked at the, uh, the front. She talking about we got the doors swinging and all type of stuff like that. So shit, it was time to get up out of there, okay? I had to move around. Otherwise, that shit, they was probably finna goddamn kick us out. They was a little goddamn, I feel like, prince. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. ba da pa 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 or something, you know what I'm saying? We were just shit, some 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 black niggas in, in, in the apartments. I feel like we was around nothing but old people. They was not having nothing we was doing over there. So I had to go back to the beach and shit like that. I was like, fuck it. Let me go back to something I know real quick. Nah, for real. Yeah. How much of your father's career inspired your own? Shit. Really a lot of that shit, man. Honestly, like. You gotta think about it like, he did some above average things whenever he was, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like I told you, he got songs with Gucci Mane, he got songs with Shardy Lowe, uh, Yo Gotti. He probably the first, or one of the first artists to ever have Gucci Mane and Yo Gotti on the same mixtape, cause you know goddamn they ain't doing that shit now. You feel me? So, it's just really live. Like I got to see a whole bunch of stuff just growing up or hear about different things or whatever, and it really just, it opened my eyes to different things that you could be doing. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just going to school and, and just going to be a doctor, a lawyer, or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Or just getting into trouble. There's other things that you could do, you feel me? So 
really it just inspired me to goddamn chase what I want to chase, even if it wasn't music though, you feel me? Like, you know, gang. No, that's real. What's one thing you can say you want most from your music career? Shit, money. <laughs> that's what anybody would say though, man. Okay. So really just a lot of fans, man. I, uh, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy making music. I mean, it's a passion of mine. I've been that for a little while. I like if just everybody in the world gave me a, uh, a listen. You know what I'm saying? I had me a bunch of fans and stuff. And shit, really, that's all a nigga could ask for, money and fans. You know what I'm saying? What else you doing it for? For sure. Man. What's some of the pros and cons that comes along with this shit being an independent artist? Having to pay for everything yourself. That's one for sure, because you know them labels pay and put backbones in nigga. So uh, that's one. Uh, going to the right things, trying to figure out what you, what, what's the next move. You know what I'm saying? Where you should put, place yourself, because it's always about placement. You could be in the right place, right time, and then blow up in the, overnight, because you met this person. Or this person meets you and then want to do something with you because they fuck with your vibe or something, you feel me? So just trying to just, you know what I'm saying, maneuver the right way, I guess, you know? Especially if you ain't got no manager all the time, or if you just not looking to nobody for no answers, then you want to make sure that you got the right plan, you know? So trying to figure out how to market and network, that's like the biggest thing on God. And just taking over your city. You got to start with your city. Or at least show them what you can do and make them believe in something. You know what I'm saying? For sure. That's real. Would you say it's hard to make it out of Murder Beach or the Conway area? Facts. Harder than a bitch. Okay. Nobody comes to our city no more, man. Like, it, it, it just, it got took over by police, bro. Like, the police make it very lame. Like, when Bike Week come, everybody used to come down here and perform or just be outside. Bro, it's so lame now. Like, Every year, like, it get worse and worse with the police. They trying to take you down. Like, they have every quarter mile, less than that, nigga, they have um, a police officer just stationed on the beach. Like, you can't even ride through having fun no more. The bikers turn around and go home. You feel me? Like, it's hard to make it out the beach, man. It is. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's not too much going on right now. It's like, you got to be that person. You feel me? So that's why I always branch out and go do different things because my plan is to bring everything back. Just like my daddy, like he trying to goddamn be a promoter and stuff because he gonna start doing different things like that. You feel me? Bringing stuff to the beach because we know what it is. If, if nobody on the beach know what it is, we know what it is. He do, I do. I done seen what I seen. He done seen what he seen. You feel me? So we know how to get this shit popping for sure. Oh, that's real. Let's talk about that Peaches and Eggplants remix you just dropped in the man. <laughs> Man, nigga, too lit. No cap. You know what I'm saying? I had them girls. They wanted to do that shit, man. It wasn't even my idea. It really uh, was the light-skinned girl I did in the video, you feel me? She was like, uh, I think you should remix this because it was on the radio. They hear that shit every day on the radio in my city. So they was like, man, get on this, do the remix. So I brought her to the studio with me. Okay? You can hear her in the song and shit, you feel me? I made her say little things while I'm rapping and stuff. Make her make grunt noises, all that. We made it live, bro. On um, game, we shot the video like the same week. You know what I'm saying? We was trying to push that hoe. It's really turnt. Right. It's really shot fun, that though. Smile. Yeah. On um, game. That's fun. real. Talk about the importance of having fun while doing this shit. You can't get too worked up in this. You know what I'm saying? 
I gotta be this and I gotta be when they, all the best shit come from you just naturally having fun or some natural shit. Yeah, especially when you're doing stuff like that, you incorporating people's ideas and you just being around good vibes, it's always fun. You gotta make sure you around positive energy when you're doing anything, bro. So with this music shit, I try to make sure I'm having fun. No matter if I'm being serious, if I'm singing, rapping, if I'm trying to go out and shoot a video, if I'm trying to pop out with somebody, it's always got to be that good energy. It no, got to sure. be. Or it's going to be fucked up. Nah, no, for sure. Yeah. Talk about 1437. 1437. I love you forever. I dropped that uh, February 14th on Valentine's Day this year. It's some smooth shit, you feel me? It's really for the ladies, but it's some player shit too. So. You know what I'm saying? Niggas like that shit too. They ride with they old lady, whatever, whatever. It's really some smooth shit though, man. Like I normally be coming, like I be rapping and all type of shit like that, but I came different on this. You feel me? I'm messing with melodies and harmonizing more and everything like that. So I start doing my little singing thing and it's going good. I get great feedback. You know what I'm saying? The ladies bite on it on game. You feel me? It's a couple good tracks on there like Kinky Shit, It's Your Time, Ask, uh, Catch Em. You feel me? Like, them hoes going stupid right now. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Good numbers, everything. I'm looking to shoot the videos, but I need them to be what it, uh, it need to be. I'm waiting to find the right models and all type of shit like that. You want that shit to be a real picture. No, Bad. for sure. So what else you working on besides music right now? Besides music, uh, we starting businesses. You feel me? Um, I got a dog kennel. So, I mean, we trying to get our dogs right and stuff. I got two bullies right now. You know what I'm saying? That dog business made money, so we trying to get that shit right. And then um, I got a pressure washing and car detailing business. We trying to get running and stuff by the, uh, the end of the summer and everything, get that in motion, side money. It's always good to have more than one income. You know what I'm saying? The music made money, but when you trying to get rich, you got to do different things. You got to branch off. You got to be the boss. You can't work. You got to hire niggas, you feel me? So that's what we on right now. I'm trying to start businesses and put other people in play that need money, don't have the motion, don't have the, uh, the plan. I'm gonna help y'all get the plan, you feel me? Cause I got it, for sure. For sure. Yeah. What would it take for you to sign to a major label situation? They just gotta be talking right. Like, I feel like if it's any, if we talking numbers or something like that, then it gotta be something that's worth my while and something that's gonna help me and my family, you feel me? But I mean, other than that, it just gotta be a good relationship. Like, it gotta be somebody I know I can trust with my catalog and know they got my best interests and not just for they sell. You feel me? You gotta read between the lines. You gotta read these people because the industry get crazy. I done, I already got snaked out a couple of times with some of these folks that try to got, <laughs> look, 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 try to promote your music and stuff. Be like, oh, give me some money. I'll help you promote, ooh, 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 ooh. You give these niggas some money, they'll run off with your shit. And you don't even know where they at because they on the internet, you feel me? So I'm sure a lot of people done went through that, you feel me? So it happened to the best of us. So, I mean, just <laughs> like that. That shit funny to me. Sure. Okay. When can we expect the next project? Uh, I might drop some this summer. I want to drop some live. But my next planned project is something called Rari. It's remain a real individual, you feel me? That's my name. That's what it stands for. So it's going to be one of my livest projects. I want it to be one of my biggest ones, you feel me? So we trying to get the promotion right for it. We just setting everything up right now. Hopefully uh, by the time my birthday come, uh, time September, then we'll have that whole about to drop or something like that. I like to drop around my birthday. I look at it like a present to myself and the world. 
of the people that mess with me at that. You feel me? So that's the next thing I really want to get out there. Over the time of your music career, you introduced yourself to a lot of people and a lot of people introduced themselves to you. Thanks. Right. So you were established relationships with such individuals and unfortunate situations happen. Thanks. Right. So talk about some of the people you lost along the way and talk about your relationship with Hood Rich Pablo One. Uh, see, whenever I first started this rap shit, man, like, uh, I was looking for different connections to make and everything like that. And it was a couple artists that I was messing with that I was listening to, you know what I'm saying, just growing up or just whatever like that. CJ being one of them, Hood Rich being one of them. So it's just ironic, man. It's, it's just crazy how the world work out or whatever. CJ started uh, rocking with me and stuff. So uh, it was one time that uh, he came to Atlanta, right? He Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time we push up to Atlanta, bitch, woo 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 He got an Airbnb and stuff, so I came over there and we was just vibing and stuff. And then he get to taking me different places and stuff. And then I meet Tito and then I meet Hood and all that. We go into the studio. Uh, it's Asian Doll in there. It's all, everybody in the studio, you feel me? So I meet everybody. We just, off the rip, we get a, a good connection and stuff. And I'm... Now, after that point in time, I'm linking with these boys every other weekend. And, you know, I stay in uh, South Carolina, so I'm driving back and forth between there and the A after CJ leave and stuff. And then I'm messing with these boys. I'm seeing Hood on his birthday, all type of stuff like that. You feel me? So before Blow left and stuff, we was getting real cool. It's unfortunate that he had, you know what I'm saying, got picked up. Because you know, everybody know what that man would have been doing right now. You feel me? So, but... I mean, we got a good relationship, man. You, you know what I'm saying? I got uh, one of the chains at the house. You feel me? Like, it's, just, it's game, man. Like, it's my family. You know what I'm saying? I love them, but other than that, though, um, I done met a whole bunch of people. Like, I done worked with niggas from Alabama, like Lil Soldier. You feel me? I done did stuff with him two, three years ago or something. Like, we cool. Goddamn Cincy Molly, Lil Brooke. We cool. Me and them got into it a little bit and stuff, but you know, girls got them, they get into it about feelings and all that extra shit like that. Like, it's harder to get, keep a relationship with a girl than it is a dude, you feel me? Like, cause we ain't worried about all that extra shit. So, but I mean, motherfuckers like that, you know, Guapo, Mr. Put It On, before that nigga got them, uh, he blew up and shit like that. I was fucking with him. I had DM'd him, I said, man, how much for a feature? Woo the woo. Man, that nigga told me $500. I had skinned him down, boom, sent him to 500 Right after that, everybody reposting this song and all that stuff, nigga blew up. I said, I knew that nigga was finna go on game. So ever since then, shit, I feel like I just got a good eye for shit like that, you know, and I build relationships with genuine people. You feel me? And they fuck with me because it's the same type of respect, you feel me? I done seen a lot. I done, you know what I'm saying, been around a lot of people. And if they ain't here to this day, then it wasn't meant to be, you feel me? That's just how this shit gonna go. It's gonna keep going like that. Real spill. Any last words and shout outs? Man, free blow, free Tito. Shout out my dukes, man. Shout out my daddy back at home. Shout out Myrtle Beach, Socket Steve. You know how the fuck we rocking. You know what's going on, man. We jumping off the porch again. You know what I'm saying? But we always outside the wind. Fuck you talking about. Nah, that's all. Real spill. 
Don't hit BOA, stacking chips upon the bitch, no Frito Lay. I've been talking shit, that's why they mad because I'm getting paid. I ain't clocking shit, so I'm my own boss, nigga.